Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. We got a Deadpool for Christmas. <laughs> well, not like we get to watch the DVD, we got a Deadpool, or there are no Deadpools at our house, as far as we know. There's a torn paper art project from school that was a Christmas present for you from number two child. Was it for me? Because I, I thought it was just one of those, um, you kids have this construction paper and glue and make yourselves some Christmas art. And of course, ours is a Deadpool. So, Because this is what our kid does. He understands that Deadpool is a grown-up character and an inappropriate character, and he doesn't get to watch that movie because it's for grown-ups. He doesn't even know why. He just knows that that's so. Yes, he doesn't really understand, you know, what kind of inappropriate or whatever. And he doesn't need to. But he sees that as a big people thing. And so whenever he gets the opportunity to, he will wear a pair of socks that has Deadpool on them or draw Deadpool or do the Deadpool thing because it's grown up. Yeah, he came home from the kids club party with Deadpool painted on his face like a little character on his cheek. They were smart enough not to paint his whole face that way. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> he probably asked them oh, to. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yes. He got a, a thumbnail sketch on his cheek instead. That's much better. Yes. But this is kind of how he is. Like, none of the other kids would ask for Deadpool. Well, maybe one or two of them who are also the questionably mannered children. Mm -hmm. Questionably parented children. I question my parenting all the time, but go ahead. <laughs> Our kid has this sense. He understands that... He is developmentally delayed, that he is behind his peers. He doesn't understand all of what that means, but he has a basic grasp of the fact that they are advanced and he is not. So whenever possible, he will do things that he thinks are grown up. But he doesn't really have a concept of looking around and seeing if that's what the other advanced kids are doing. He doesn't have a sense of actually checking reality to see, is this the peer-appropriate thing to do? I'm shaking my head, absolutely not. Sometimes I wonder if he'll ever get that. Like, number one didn't have that, partly because autism, and he didn't have the sense of checking in with his peers and the current social situation about anything until it was explicitly instructed, but he did understand it eventually. Yes, with lots of explicit instruction from you, especially. Yes. Otherwise, he could be still fairly clueless. And he still doesn't have a, a full interest in it, but he has a partial interest at times, which is good enough compared to nothing. It's enough to make sure that he is socially functional. It is enough to keep him from being the butt of the majority of the jokes. It is enough to keep him from being as bullied as he once was. It is enough to help him be functional in a professional social setting or an organizational social setting. Right, especially that. A school or a job or some other situation where... Fitting in with your peers will make things nicer for you. Right. Maybe keep you employed. Yes, that's important. Mm -hmm. And so we saw this, and I'm thinking that's terribly sophomoric. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and I asked you, do you really think that he'll ever get any sense of the fact that doing something you think is grown is not actually how you make yourself look grown? I don't know. Maybe eventually he will. There's a maybe. There is a maybe. Mm. But these kind of things and things similar to this, like inappropriate talk and acts of misbehavior, are ways that he tries to gain social favor. And he tried really hard to gain social favor by parroting his classmates at the kids' club a week before school let out. Yes. And got in some big trouble. He, he claims that somebody else said it first, which is likely, but he got written up and suspended for three days because there was a, a kid who had gotten adopted that day. And our child said the reason he was adopted is because his parents didn't love him. To Says which, the adopted boy. I know. I'm thinking, so is that why you're adopted? Do he your parents not love you? He doesn't seem to connect adopted because that's a big stretch for him in, in that it's a... He understands. A big, long word, and so he doesn't connect adopted with that he wasn't birthed by his mother. He understands that he did not come out of your body or his other mom's body. He understands that he came out of a different body. No children are coming out of my body ever. He understands (laughs) that there was a process by which you were legally assigned to be his parent, And I don't even remember how this discussion went, but I did connect it to the word adopted for him once. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, that is what it means when the judge says, or when the court says that your new parents are for real and for keeps your new parents. Mm -hmm. And he understood and he was like, oh, that's cool. And then he went about eating his cookies or burrito or whatever. Well, when I picked him up and she came running over with this paper to sign, I thought, oh, now what has he done? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Because this happens frequently. Oh, yes. And when she told me it, at first I thought, well, three days suspension? Are you kidding me? I said to her, he's gone one day after that. Mm -hmm. That's the last day of school the day after that. So if you're just trying to get rid of him, have a quiet last week, I guess that works for you. But I don't see this, the point of this. I understand what he did was very wrong, but I think we could have had a good talk with him and some apologies. And it might have solved more problems, which it didn't solve For us, because I had to then figure out who was going to watch him. My wife is shaking her head. You did have to figure out who was going to watch him because I still had to be at school very early each day. I couldn't wait for him to catch the bus in the morning, which is what he ended up doing, catching the school bus just up the street from our house after having been watched every morning by your aunt, who... We weren't quite sure if she was ever going to make it here on any given day because these are the perpetual adventures of her navigational skills. Well, that's why I had her come here. That way, if she didn't show up, I could email work and say, I can't be there until the boy is on the bus. But I told her that I I wanted her to do that because that way he wasn't getting anything special out of it like being at grandma's all morning getting spoiled. So she, she came here so he could get on the bus, but that didn't go well either. No, because her memory is, she doesn't have memory problems. (sighs) (laughs) The first day he talked her into going out there stupidly early so that he could go play with his friends, even though she said they didn't even get out there for another 20 minutes after they arrived at the bus stop. Right. And he had nobody out there, but he just kept wandering around, hoping that somebody would come outside sooner and making her cold. 
which she could have sat in her car, but that would have been thinking about it and doing something logical. But anyhow. She's a few steps above him cognitively, but not by far. Unfortunately, uh, it seems to be at that stage. So then the next day she, was it the next day? No, I think they did that for two days. And then the last last morning she was watching him, she said, do we have to go out there so early? And I said, what do you mean? And she explained this to me. I said, no, you, you don't have to go out there till it's time. With the back of my head saying, and remind, re, tell her what time is time, and not doing it because I was distracted by dealing with her and with him. Yes. I should have said, and that is at 20 till the hour. Yes. And I you didn't. You go out there at 40 past. And instead, she took him out there at 45 past. The bus had already come. Thankfully, the bus loops around through our subdivision before coming back out on our end. Yes, it came back around. It did. And it saw him and took him. Yes. It did loop around. And when, when it saw him, it, it came and picked him up and said, you're 10 minutes late, which he remembered. And he told them, that's my aunt's fault. She wouldn't let us come outside. And that was his last morning of riding the bus. Although my aunt did show up the next day anyway. The, the last day of school, he was allowed to go back to the kids club. His suspension was over. And he woke up early. So I took him when he was ready. And I came back to the house to get something. And my aunt was in the driveway about to leave. And she had come in the front door as I was getting number three child ready to leave. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, he's already gone. And she says, oh, oh, I didn't know that was today. And I'm like, no, I'm sure you didn't. (laughs) No. No, and it was nice of her to do us a favor, but it was. we can't. Every time she does a favor and it turns out a little wrong like that, <laughs> we can't <laughs> have her do those things again. And she likes to be useful, so that's too bad you know, for all of us. But if she's going to get him to the bus late, yes. that's no good. Because then she would have had to drive him, and God knows if he would have ever got there. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, no, adventures. No, no. So the kids are out of school and starting their break. And number two child, with whom we have had all these, I don't want to say perpetual problems, but, you know, I can't think of a better way to phrase it. He is a continual challenge. And it's not, I'm not saying that as a judgment. I'm saying that as that's the state of affairs. That is the nature of his disability, that he is always going to be a challenge for whoever is responsible for him. A couple people find it less bothersome of a challenge than others. But nonetheless, they always admit it is a challenge. And when they come back with him from whatever, they say, he was good, except he did this thing. But otherwise, he was good. Or like the one time he went sledding with our friend and her kids. Mm -hmm. And I said, how was he? And she says, no more than the usual (laughs) type of bother. (laughs) In other words, the things we expected happened. Yes. And they they do, so there you have it. Yes, everyone knows he's not going to be a typical nine-year-old. Everyone knows that he is going to be a little bit of extra work, but it's a good thing that his mother doesn't mind that. She doesn't. I'm really glad, because I think he needs that. He does. He drives me over the edge sometimes. I mean, he's he's a battering ram. He is, and... You are determined not to give in to a lot of the things that he wants because in the long run, it wouldn't be good for him to get what he wants by the tactics he attempts. Correct. But that means that you feel like he is perpetually after you for something. He is. And 
He it's knows. not I feel like it. No, I he, could, it is true. I could track it. If I had the spreadsheet, it I is, could track it moment by moment. It is true. And he knows with me that I'm not going to give in. And he should know by now with you that you're not going to give in. But for some reason, he thinks you will. And he will come and ask me, can I have a thing? Oh. He, he used to ask me for a thing and I would say no and he would go ask you. And a couple times we didn't have very good communication and he ended up getting the thing that he had been told he couldn't have. Right. And they were usually small things like eat this or that for breakfast or make your lunch with these things or those things. Right. You know, and it's not this big deal, but since then he's had it in his head and he has been reprimanded a few times that he should not do that. Right. And so he asked me if he could call his friends while he was on punishment for not being able to go to the kids club. You, yeah, you had the afternoon shift. I did. You would come home on the bus and you would I was you, able to jet home from work you're after able to get off a my little school early. gets out earlier than his school does, and I could run across town and be here by the time only, that he gets off the bus. Only because you're done with your concerts and things that were really... True. You know... True. On a, a Actually, one schedule. of those days I did have a concert, but I had to apologize to my custodian and say, I will be back to clean up the rest of this in the morning, but I have to go pick up my kid from the bus now. Mm-hmm. And then my custodian cleaned it all up anyway, and I gave him a coffee gift card because he likes that, and he was very helpful. That's very nice of you. I, I like to be kind to people who are helpful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he says, can I have some friends over? Can I call some friends? Can I call this person, that person, the other person? I said, no, you're on punishment, and you're not supposed to be calling people right now. And besides, your dad will be home soon, and it's almost dinner time." Right. And he says, dad will be home soon. And the first thought I'm sure in his head was, I'll ask dad. And the second thought in his head was, my mom is giving me an awfully unpleasant face. And I'm sure that if I ask dad after asking mom, that will make me more trouble. And so he looks at me and he says, is it okay if I can talk dad into it? In other words, he wants to ask me. And so is it okay with you if I can talk my dad into it? We'll be okay. And you send me a text of that, and I'm just laughing. Because that's how he thinks. It which is. Which is, you know, fine. But, it is. But then you can just answer the question and say, no, it will be time to eat dinner and then do this thing and this thing and this thing, and we will not be having that today. I was all done telling him no, so at that point I just said, we'll have to discuss that then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do that to him a lot when I'm so tired of the bombardment. But then he somehow gets it in his head that that means yes. And then he'll say that we promised, which he has done a lot lately. He doesn't say that to me. He doesn't say you promised? No. Oh, he does to me. I don't know why that has There's something in his head. about the way you say it. Maybe you do the thing at the end of the sentence where you go up with your voice and he- I don't takes it as a weak point in your wall and bombards that end of it. I don't know. I don't either. He doesn't usually say that to me. He has once in a once in a while and I say, I did not make any promises at all and you know that. Mm-hmm. Can I make any promises? Yeah, no. Especially not for something later when you're bugging the crap out of me right now. No. Right? But even when he is bugging the crap out of us, his other mom does not get as bothered by all of that. She seems to be naturally more patient, more, what's the word I'm looking for? Generous, more absorptive of the nonsense. (laughs) Yeah, it just kind of runs off of her or something. I don't know. I don't have that patience. Mm-hmm. I don't have that tolerance. Not that anyone was shocked to know that. <laughs> no, you don't. But it's very uncomfortable because eventually I do yell or explode or 
it's not until I feel my mind slipping away and, I, <laughs> and I've lost all the patience and I was using my logic to control the rest of me because I'd already lost the patience. Mm-hmm. And then I just start yelling, which I found myself doing a lot the last week because, you know, he wasn't He's getting worn out at the kids club because he wasn't going there. Yeah. So then he had more energy to bother us with. That's correct. About wanting to go play with friends, which you could have played with if you hadn't been an ass and gotten kicked out of the club. Uh-huh. So there. Well, all of these things are making it easier for us knowing that he will very soon be moving in with and out of our house too, his other mom who has since moved out of state. Yeah, I don't know if it e- makes it easier for me. It is good to know that he has somebody who will be more tolerant of his approach because I'm, I'm sure that will be nice for him. Because I feel bad when I lose my temper. As most functional people do. And it happens a lot. It has happened more recently. And like I said, mostly to do with him not running himself out of energy before we all come home. That's true. Yeah. So So we will see how this works out because we are going to have our Christmas, which will not actually be on Christmas. And his other mom has planned to arrive just before actual Christmas, have him off and on while she is packing her house, taking care of her things. And so, yeah, we will have our Christmas Eve and our Christmas after she has had some time with him, and then she will take him away on an airplane, and we will send the other two kids back to their other fathers, and it will be an empty nest for almost a week before they come back and start getting ready for school for just the two of them. Right, and I have that week scheduled off of work. (gasps) I know. I have that week planned off because... That will be his first week at his new school down there. And if there was something that needed attending to, I want to have the time to attend to it. Right. So we have a a big venture coming up here, a a big adventure. That's possible. With a boy going to his mom's. And we've been discussing the logistics of that more than anything else, but a little bit of the, this is weird. Yes. Yeah. It's... Sort of like, you know, now that grad school is done, you said you had told me, oh, what are you going to do with all your free time now that, and I'm thinking, um, get back to all the chores that I've been neglecting. But it's that same kind of sense that now that we're not being perpetually beaten upon cognitively by this small battering ram, what will we do with all of our free cognitive energies? I don't think we'll know that until that's happening. But my process has been more about trying not to feel bad that I feel glad <laughs> that he's going to go to his mom's. And I part of that is I'm glad for myself and part of it's I'm glad for him because I think it is better for him to be with somebody who is has a more gentle approach. And this is a gendery thing like your friends and colleagues are finding out that your boy is moving away with his other mom. And the women are like, oh, won't that be hard? And the guys are like, that'll be weird. Yeah, yeah, that's how it's been. And with his teachers, it'll be so hard for you. And I'm just looking at them like, I'm not sure about that. (laughs) But I can see that it will be hard for you. They will miss him. He is a very charming child, which is probably his only saving grace in the educational system at this point. He is. People like him. People do like him. I like him too when he's not being a battering ram. Yes. I mean, I love my kid. I enjoy spending time with him when he is spend time with a bull. Yes. 
but that's somewhere between 30 and 60% of the time, depending on... Oh, that's generous. It doesn't happen to me that often, and I think that's why I feel bad that I shouldn't feel so glad because I, I think it's okay to be happy for your sanity. I also think it's okay to be happy for our boy who will be having an easier time with his other mom. I think it's a good idea to be happy for your sanity. It's hard to come by these days. Ah, <laughs> True. There's lots of worries out there. Oh, there are. So I don't know how it'll work out for him. I mean, they have other challenges there, such as her house isn't sold here and she'll be living with relatives. And so those those challenges will be there. And she then there's the overall challenge of him. And she has ongoing health problems. So yeah, she she has never had him full time since he was under one. And at that time, she had him and another baby and a teenager full time all all she day while I was at work. Stay at home mom, yes. Yes. And she was quite capable until she wasn't. Yeah. I think now that he's getting a little older, he is easier for her to manage. And you know, he's been at my house for nine and a half years as far as I can I mean, the first year yeah. he'd be home with her and I'd be at work. However, that the was rest still of the time, your home and you were still managing him as soon as you got home from work. Yeah. But yeah, like even in the past few months before she left, she would take him for a time and she would often end up texting or calling before her scheduled time was up and saying, he wants to play with his friends now. Can he come to your house and call them? Or he... That's his battering ram problem. He wants to go play. And she thinks one of the things that he will have at her new location is there's kids outside playing all the time. Yeah. Another thing he will have, which we are very hopeful about is it's a much larger city. Like that's not even hard to say, you know, how much larger, but... They will have more special ed things for him to address his needs. Yes. Instead of what we have here is a lot of very dedicated teachers who like him. And so they they help him a lot. But they they will have actual programs for him. Yes, that is true. So that is also very hopeful. Mm -hmm. He will be pretty far away. So that's something for me to be figuring out. And until he's there, I have no idea of waiting until they're settled in, seeing if it's working out, and then figuring out how I'm going to manage my time with him happening. Yes. And there is an entire possibility that he may go and he may blow out of there because she thinks she is prepared to handle him, but... You know, she texted you, what was it, early this month, end of last month, and something about, like, being surprised that he still poops himself. Like, she didn't really realize that he's still having fecal incontinence five to six times a week. Things like that that she just didn't quite realize are really something that will still need to be managed. I can see enough of those happening that she says, this is more than I can handle, please take him back. Yes, I'm actually most worried about the poopy pants problem. Yeah. He might drive her family members a bit nutty once he's there, and that could cause some stress for them, considering they have to stay with those that, people yes, for now. Yes, that's, that's the other thing that I So that that's one about. that I'm worried about, and the other one is she doesn't realize how often he poops himself and how it really has to be managed. The, and, and also, I can't say 
to her, be careful because, because that always scares her away. I have to let her figure it out herself and say, if you mention Here's what that something I do. is a problem, yes. she will have anxiety about the problem. Instead of solving it. And so you have to let her discover the problem and attempt to solve it and ask for a solution. Which is fair enough. Yes. Everybody should have their own approach to the problem they actually have to solve. I think I'm going to let her know what I've been doing so that she realizes that it has to be addressed every morning and every afternoon. Yes. Not just when it comes up. Yes. <laughs> and then that will give her that idea and then she'll f have to figure out what to do. You know, she's going to be here for his two doctor's appointments before they leave. Mm -hmm. One of which is the doctor always says he needs to be on a toilet schedule. He needs to go to the toilet 20 minutes after eating and sit there and count. Yes. So she'll hear those things and he'll see her hearing those things. And that, that would be good. Important. That would be good. That the child is aware that his new situation is on board with the expectations of the old situation. Yes. And hopefully that will help because she has occasionally gotten a little flustered by those kinds of continual expectations. She's not used to holding him to account on a regular basis. No, but this could be really good for them because she does have the kind of tolerance with him in his approach to things that that's just background noise for her. And that could be really helpful. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure it's not any more fun for him that I don't have that tolerance. So there's a lot of opportunities here. There and we're going to explore what they are and give them a chance. Mm -hmm. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. The, the one thing you said about her family getting flustered with him is mm -hmm. the other thing that really concerns me. Because there have been times where she has gone to visit them for a while, you know, a few weeks to a month. And because they get flustered with her, it sends her health into a tailspin over the stress of it. Yes, yeah, stress affects her health quickly. Yes, it does. So, yeah, it's it can be rough. So, and so that's the other we thing. We won't that know. We concerns. won't know. Yeah, but but there's so many opportunities at the same time that it's worth finding out. It definitely is. And and as I told a, a couple of people who I know are more sensitive about him leaving, such as our favorite sitter, our teacher friend, yes, our teacher friend who's his favorite sitter. Yes, who also um, grew up with some of the same challenges that he has. Yes, and is really good with him. She loves him to pieces. Yeah. I told her, I said, um, his mother wants to take him, and I don't feel I have the right to say no. Right. He's been at my house for a majority of the time the last several years, and she has the right to have that opportunity. Yes. And he has the right to have the opportunity to be with his mother. The, and that's how I feel about it. That is true. And the thing about that is the right is not necessarily a legal right because at this point, this is the chosen family, the familial arrangement as it is. Because at the time he was adopted, she was not allowed to adopt him because it was a same-sex parenting situation. Yes. And so her name is not on his birth certificate. And your name was even in the wrong place on his birth certificate. Correct. And so these are all things that we had to fix in the past couple of weeks to try and make this work. I have been working nonstop on these technicalities. To get your name moved from the mother section to the father section. Yes. And possibly to get her name also onto the birth certificate slash to finalize her half of the adoption. Right. Because really she's his mom. 
She, she always has been. Is. And that's what I mean by chosen family. At that point, there is no question that she is his mother. Yes. Except in the eyes of the law. And if he goes there and her health fails spectacularly, then there is some concern that, you know, it would be, well, why the, the government might wonder, why on earth did you send him to live with this person who he's not really related to? Problems like that. Whoever your kid is with that you've put them with, if she's with her family, they'd be in charge of him. Nobody's going to ask any questions because they'd be taking care of him. Except that they also have been snotty about whether or not she's his child or he's her child. Not all of her family. Good. Mostly her father. But I think he's figured out that this child is good for his daughter's health because she loves him and wants to do things for him. And that makes her try harder. It does. Yeah, it does. She has better self-care when she knows that being well will allow her to parent him. Yes, because with the amount of ailments that she's faced, most people would not be trying quite as hard. Correct. They would be feeling defeated. So this could be good for both of them, and we're really looking forward to it. And like we said earlier, that's kind of a, a weird thing to say. I'm looking forward to getting rid of my kid because he's my kid too. I mean, I know he's my stepson, but he's my kid. And he's shared my house for four and a half years now. And and that's no small feat because when this kid shares space, you feel it. <laughs> oh, Yes. And you were saying this earlier, you said, I feel like I should feel guilty about feeling happy, but I don't feel guilty about feeling happy. Correct. And so it's kind of weird. And I think, again, that is a gendered thing. Like women would feel guilty. Women would feel more emotionally attached to the situation, which is why all of the women who you meet or who, who address you about this are like, won't that be hard? Yes. His Cub Scout friends, mothers, and his teachers, and all the women in our family and extended and... Aunties um, and grandmas and all of the other chosen family. Okay. Maybe not my mother. Not your mother. No, she's, she's not... She's not like that. No. <laughs> I think she doesn't She like did children. the same thing of, that'll be weird. Yeah, yeah. But everyone else is like, that'll be hard. And we're like, nope. No, that won't be hard. Nope. That will be easy, which will be strange. Yes. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, so this is a curious situation. I'm hoping it works out well. I, I am too, because there's so much more for him there. It's a bigger place with so much more opportunity. Better services for his special needs, mm -hmm. more kids to play with, who hopefully he'll be able to make some friends in those programs for the kids with special needs so that he... And in his neighborhood, because he'll be in his neighborhood school riding the bus with those kids. It'll, it'll be good if, mm -hmm. if those options are available. When she first said that's where she was going, you felt a little jealous, like, I want to go to a bigger place where there's more opportunities. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and I you did. you looked at the schools and, and the uh, housing and the pay in the area. No. And, um, of course, I'm, I'm, you know, not so many years from retirement, but... And overall, the cultural situation would probably be better. The cost of living is slightly lower, but the pay is also slightly lower. And so that's never, you know, you never quite know how that's going to actually balance out and... Yeah, and that's a weird thing to me, that the pay is lower, um, because we are in a very small place where the pay is not very high. It is not. But I guess there's other opportunities there that, I don't know. Yeah. That, I don't know how that balances out for the teachers there. 
I don't know either. And I would have to look at the actual benefits package to see if it would actually result in a lower or a higher take-home pay. Oh yeah, benefits because you pay a lot for health insurance. I do pay a lot for insurance for the two kids. Right. Which is another thing that we've had to work on adjusting if number two child is going to go because he is a special needs adoption and so he gets state health care. And what to do. And how to manage that state health care and whether he'll lot. be able to get his meds and his prescription pull-ups and... We've got most of it ironed out and some of it ironed out. Some of it half ironed? <laughs> yeah, maybe a third. <laughs> but the larger package of things that's had to be accomplished in the last several weeks has been managed. Yes. And I mean, worst comes to worst, you can go and still continue to pick up his prescriptions and just put them in the mail to her every month. Yeah. I don't think we'll have to do that, but that's I what I—that's one of the things I need to work on today is how do I get the prescriptions managed? Yeah. I'm hoping that a national chain drugstore will be able to manage a national chain transfer of the prescription and still bill the local state insurance, although he will probably change to the other state insurance if it turns out he will be staying there for longer than six months. We shall find out. We shall see. Mm -hmm. And we will update all of you, our friends, when that happens. Yes. So is that it for now? I I imagine we forgot something, but that's probably it anyway. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! It says Yeti. See, it's okay. I don't trust you. (laughs) You don't need to trust me. We've had the most, hey, that didn't record ever since we got this thing. I'm sorry. You love me anyway. Yes, dear. (laughs) That was the only because you say so, yes, dear. (laughs) Things don't come out the same way in van voice as they used to. (laughs) Just saying. A podcast about not sleeping. <laughs> Let's try that again. I got it now. Okay. Okay. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is... Am I distracting <laughs> you? You need to I've, wash your face. I've got an eyelash. Yes, you do. Go face. wash it. Go, go splash your face with water. It'll... It's okay. And then when you sit down, you can just start in with a podcast about... Jingle dog, jingle dog. Okay. What am I starting with? A podcast. A podcast about... Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Give give it a second. Give it a second so I have a cut point. A podcast about gender, identity... Puberty. (laughs) Three years of puberty. (laughs) Um. 
three and a half. Fecal incontinence five to six times a week. I don't think it's called fecal incontinence, is it? That's one term for it. Okay. And corpresis is another term. Yes, I guess that's the one I'm used to. Yes. That's the more medical term, but... Yes, fecal incontinence is a term that the educators often use. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys have to be saying what it is, but still being polite, whereas we just can say the... You can use the medical term. Technical term. We have to say he shit himself, but we can't (laughs) say he shit himself. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)